Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome into Duval Daily, presented by GenJag.com. I'm Jordan DeLugo. Thanks so much for tuning in here on Thursday, January 25th. Trent Balky, Jaguars GM, he is set to meet with the media for the first time since the end of a very disappointing 2023 season today, Thursday at 11.30. Cannot wait for that. It doesn't sound or look like he's going anywhere, but there have been reports, rumors, Pete Prisco and others, Dilla, that Trent Baalke has potentially contemplated retirement this offseason, not taking a step back, but retiring from the Jaguars. Um, Obviously, at 59 years old, that would be a fairly early retirement. Um, it would also, you know, potentially when guys retire, they're kind of being forced out. I don't know. I have no clue. I think there's been rumors and reports about some of this power struggle within the Jaguars um, building that don't all add up, in my opinion. So, again, Trent Baalke will meet with the media today at 1130, hopeful that we get some more clarity on what exactly is going on with the Jaguars. Um, it seems like if Trent Baalke was going to step down or be forced out, that probably already would have happened. We've got a lot of teams around the league that are looking for GMs that um, and front office people that have a head start on the Jaguars, if that is the case. Or maybe they're just going to promote from within. Who knows what it's going to look like if Trent Baalke steps away. Maybe this is, in fact, a retirement press conference for Trent Baalke. I don't know. If he is set to retire... I know there's a lot of Jags fans, myself included, who would be doing cartwheels in the street. But I would not count on it at this point. We'll see, but I wouldn't count on it. Uh, We're going to take a trip down memory lane, look at some of his biggest hits and misses as Jaguars GM, and then talk about the job he's done overall. Uh, Been the Jaguars GM since 2021, three draft classes in the books, three agent free three free agent classes in the books, excuse me. The Jaguars are 21 and 30 with him at GM. Two nine and eight seasons. First year was an absolute debacle, obviously, with Urban Meyer at head coach for most of the season. But yeah, Trent Baalke. Let's get into these hits and misses. If you enjoy the content here, please like, subscribe, hit that notification bell. You can also check out ginjack.com slash shop, pick up some new Duval gear. So hit number one happened this past offseason. 2023 trading back twice in the first round to land Anton Harrison. This was a prospect that I know I had much higher on the board. He was a top 10 prospect for me. One of the top offensive tackles in this class. And he looked like it as a rookie had to switch from left tackle to right tackle had to play through a shoulder injury all year that required minor surgery in the off season. And he was the best pass protecting left tackle as a rookie in the league. Bar none. Played over a 1,000 snaps, was the most efficient in terms of not allowing pressures or sacks. Uh, Drew less penalties than the other players that uh, were rookies, tackles that that had over a 1,000 snaps. So, I mean, he had a very good year. He should have been an all-rookie team member at right tackle. And he was only 21 years old, a young, young prospect 
who I think is going to ascend as he moves forward in his career with the Jaguars. So I think that was a big hit. Miss number one, sitting on your hands during the 2023 offseason, right? Uh, not pursuing anyone in free agency, adding void years to all the guys you signed the year before, keeping the gang together. It was not a good decision, as we saw. There were players that should not have gotten more money from the Jaguars, um, should not have had void years added to the back of their contracts. But that's what they did. And I think it was a huge miss. I I think it set the Jaguars back a year in terms of being able to compete. Because, look, I know injuries did take their toll on the Jaguars. And I think if the injuries didn't happen, some of them, they absolutely would have made the playoffs. Um, Maybe competed. Maybe won a game. But 2023, that offseason, was an opportunity to take a step forward. To get better. Long-term and short-term. And instead of trying to do that, I believe they just said, we're good. We're good. We're going to develop from within. We'll be fine. They were wrong. They were dead wrong. Um, So, yeah, sitting on your hands in 2023, awful decision-making there. Hit number two, Evan Ingram, one-year prove-it deal in 2022. Really, a lot of that 2022 free agent class has aged fairly well. I know some of the guys might be slightly overpaid, but most of them have played very well for the Jaguars. But Evan Ingram, getting him on a prove-it deal, and then you know having him take that step under Doug Peterson as head coach and, and show that he should have probably been a highly ranked draft prospect a few years back, and he should have been a guy that, that the Giants featured more and got more out of. Uh, he's a really good tight end in this league. And he proved that for the Jaguars in 2022. Did it again in 2023, in my opinion. Miss number two, Shaquille Griffin. Signing him to a three-year, $40 million contract. That did not age well. The Jaguars were so ready to get out of that deal uh, as soon as they could, and they did. And now he's bounced around a little bit since then. That just was a miss, straight up. Was not a good signing by Trent Baalke, um, a guy that really... Was when he was in the starting lineup, did not do a great job. Lost his job early uh, in 2023. It just wasn't a good signing. Hit number three, Antonio Johnson in the fifth round, pick 160. Uh, this looked like a hit at the time, right? A guy that was projected to be a day two pick. I had him as a second round talent. Fell all the way to the fifth round. I'm still not sure why, because when you talk about him, he is a motivated, um, talented young player and it looks like he could potentially be a starter for the Jaguars in 2024 able to land that in the fifth round that's impressive miss number three Luke Fortner at the top of the third this was a prospect I liked coming out of Kentucky but he was an older prospect who needed to develop more strength on the football field that has not happened he regressed in a major way in his second year as a starter in 2023 and now it looks like the jaguars have to search for answers at center just 2 years after taking one on day 2 of the draft which is unacceptable uh hit number 4 andre sisco in the 3rd round of the 2021 nfl draft i mean this is a guy that looks like he has pro bowl talent when he is healthy looks like a guy that can go out there pick off a lot of passes, make a lot of plays, both coming downhill against the run and in coverage. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Can play single high for you. Not a lot of safeties in this league can do that. And I think he can. So Andre Sisco, absolutely, I think, was a big hit for the Jaguars. And he was a guy coming off an ACL, which Trent Baalke, that's kind of his specialty, injured guys in the draft. But that one, in my opinion, has worked out in a big way for the Jaguars. Uh, miss number four. Foley Fatukasi contract uh, in 2022. And then adding void years in 2023 to make it even less appealing to get out of following the 2023 season. That was a miss and then a double down. And I, I cannot stand that. And, you know, Foley Fatukasi is a good guy. I think he's a good locker room guy. But the bottom line is he can't stay healthy. And when he's on the field, he's more average than good. So uh, not a great not a great look there. Hit number five, Darius Williams. Signed him to a three-year $10 million dollar per year year deal you know three years 30 million total he's outplayed that contract and now you've got a new defense a new defensive coordinator who likes to run a lot of press man coverage is Darius Williams a fit for that from a size and frame standpoint it does not look like it we'll see how it plays out but what the Jaguars have gotten out of Darius Williams over the last two years has been more than worth that contract's value and I think he's a really good player if the Jaguars do decide to move on from him good luck replacing what he did for you the last year or two Um, and I think he's going to find himself a home and play really good football so we'll see how that plays out miss number five Brandon Sheriff and this isn't a miss because he has been bad it's a miss because he is right now the third highest paid guard in the league and he has played not at that level. I mean, he's probably played in the teens at guard, maybe low 20s in terms of how good he's been compared to the rest of the league. It hasn't been good enough. Obviously was up there in age when you signed him. Uh, a guy that um, still a good pass protector. Has not been the same guy in the run department you expected to get. He's played most of the games for you, and, and that, that's you're like, oh, Brandon Sheriff's playing football games. He's not missing games. That's great. But he has been battling through injuries, and I think that those have kind of uh, hampered the way he's looked at on the football field at times. Miss number six. Thought we were just doing top five. Now nah, I've got miss number six. Trading down last year instead of drafting Osiris Torrance. I mean, what are we doing here? This is a guy that I thought the Jaguars should consider in the first round. He's sitting there with your second-round pick. You decide to trade down instead of taking him. I think that was a big whiff. Uh, biggest remains to be seen for me is Trayvon Walker at number one overall. Look, he had a big year in terms of sack production. We know that he's a physical freak, a guy that can make a lot of different types of plays for you out on the football field. Um, but for me, look at the rest of the draft. I mean, has Trayvon Walker been as impactful as Aiden Hutchinson? Has he been as impactful as Sauce Gardner? Has he been impactful as the receivers that were available at the top of that class? No, not not at all, in my opinion. So I still think it remains to be seen. He did take a step forward in year two, which you love to see. And he's a guy that I think, you know, the the needle is pointing up. I think the arrow is pointing up for him. But uh, I think he's still got a ways to go to prove that he was even close to being worth the number one pick in that 2022 NFL draft. Now, 
All this is to say, I think when you take a full deep dive into what Trent Baalke has done with the Jaguars and looking back at what he did with the 49ers, you see plenty of hits talent evaluation-wise for the Jaguars. I think he's actually been better in terms of talent evaluation with the Jags than he was with the 49ers. Plenty of misses and question marks too, though. I'm not trying to sit here and tell you he's a good talent evaluator when compared to the rest of the league. But you see he has had some hits with the Jaguars. A good amount. My bigger issue with him, beyond the clinging to power and the talent evaluation and you know always getting coaches fired, it's team building. Uh, it's doubling down on players and, and ideas that you shouldn't have signed in the first place and then doubling down and then not adding talent to a 9-8 and eight football team. That is poor team building. Not adding talent to a team that barely beat the Tennessee Titans with a third-string quarterback who was on the street two weeks prior to, to clinch a playoff spot in 2022. Sticking with the status quo instead of trying to better yourself, I think was a massive miss in team building. I really do. And I also think adding the void years to some of the guys' contracts last year to where it makes it less appealing to get out of them, those 2022 contracts, was a big miss. So, Trent Baalke, he is set to meet with the media today at 11.30. We will see what he has to say, see what's going to happen. If there's any big shakeup coming down, we will see. Can't wait for it. Really appreciate y'all tuning in. If you enjoy the content here, please like, subscribe, hit that notification bell. You can also check out ginjag.com shop, pick up some new Duval gear like the hat I'm wearing right now. Y'all have a good one. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.